Section 21 of A Young Girl's Diary by Anonymous, translated by Cedar Paul and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by K. Hand. February, the third year. February 2nd. I've had a wonderful idea, and Hella thinks it a positive inspiration. We are going to write anonymously to Mademoiselle about those means, and Hella will write so that no one can recognize my writing. We think something of that sort may have happened to Mademoiselle, for the other day I heard Mother say to Aunt Dora, if we had known that we should have never engaged her for the children it will be a terrible thing for her parents and aunt dora said yes those are the sort of people who hide their disgraces under the water it all seems quite clear for disgrace means an illegitimate child and the worst of it is that they know that she has done that we must help the poor thing and that is why dora is so indignant all of a sudden but how can she know there is nothing to notice yet in mademoiselle if there had been i should certainly have seen it for hella often says i've a keen eye for it that is quite true. I was the first person to notice it in the maid at Prof. Helfer's, even when father had not noticed it. February 4th. Well, we have written to her, at least Hella has, saying that there are such means, and that she will find all the details in the encyclopedia. We have addressed it to F.M. and signed it someone who understands you. Unfortunately, we shall never be able to find out whether she got the letter, but the main thing is that she should. February 7th. What a frightful lot of anxiety a letter can give one. In the interval today, the school servant came up to me and said, Please, are you Fraulein Lanier of the Third? There is a letter for you. I blushed furiously, for I thought it must be from Mademoiselle, but my blushing made Frau Berger think it must be from a young man. Really, I ought to give it to the headmistress. I am not allowed to deliver any letters to the pupils, but in your case I will make an exception. But please remember, if it happens again, I shall have to hand it in to the office. Then I said, Frau Berger. I am quite certain it is not from a gentleman, but from a young lady. And when she gave it to me, I saw directly that it really was not from a gentleman, but only from Ada. It really is too stupid of her. At the New Year, she reproached me for having broken my word, and now she begs me to inquire at the Raymond Theatre or at the People's Theatre whether Herr G is there. She says she can't live without him in St. P. But in the holidays, she told me that she was not in love with him, that for her he was only a means to an end. I'm absolutely certain she said that. Nothing will induce me to inquire at a theater office, and Hella says, too, that to make such a suggestion is a piece of impudence. I shall just write her an ordinary letter, telling her what a row she might have got me into at school. I really think Ada has a bee in her bonnet, as Father always says. February 10th. I have never heard of such a thing. I was sent for to the office today because the school servant had complained that on two occasions I had thrown down some orange peel at the entrance. It's quite true that I did drop one piece there yesterday, but I pushed it out of the way with my foot into the corner, and as for any other time, I know nothing about that, but I see which way the wind is blowing. Frau Berger thought I would give her some money for that letter. Just fancy how absurd money for a letter like that. I wouldn't give twenty kreutzer for such a letter. But since then, she's been in a frightfully bad temper. I noticed it on Wednesday when we were wiping our shoes at the door. What I said to the head was, it happened only once, and I kicked the peel into the corner where no one could tread on it, but I certainly did not do it trice, and Bruckner can confirm what I say. Then the head said, oh well, we need not make a state affair of it, but the next time you drop something, please pick it up. Frau Berger is furious, and all we girls in our class have decided that while we won't make more mess than we need, still we shan't be too particular. If any one of us happens to drop a piece of paper, she will just let it lie. Such cheek, one really can't stand it. February 12th. We got our reports today. I have not got any satisfactories, only praiseworthy and excellent. 
father and mother are awfully pleased and they have given each of us two crowns indeed dora has practically nothing but excellence only three praiseworthies but she studies frantically hard and she is learning latin again with frau dr m if she is still teaching the lower classes next year i shall go too for that way we shall have her for three hours longer each week by the way franca has actually got a praiseworthy in mass and physics though she's hardly any good the nutling seems to give extraordinarily good reports for twice in the maths schoolwork hella has had an unsatisfactory and yet now in her report she has praiseworthy with frau dr m one has really to deserve one's report and it was just the same last year with frau dr st the worst of all is with herr prof jordan not a single one of us has got an excellent except that deceitful cat verbenowitz tomorrow the burrs are giving a great birthday party because of hella's fourteenth birthday lajos and jeno are coming and the two ehrenfelds because hella is very fond of them especially trudy the elder that is she is two days older than kitty for they are twins how awful they only came to liz this year and hella meets them skating every day i don't because we have no season tickets this year but only take day tickets when we can go because of mother's illness i am giving hella an electric torch with a very powerful reflector so that it really lights up the whole room and an amber necklace february fourteenth it's a good thing that we have the half-term holiday today and tomorrow for that gives me time to write all about yesterday it was simply phenomenal i went to wish hella many happy returns quite early and i stayed to dinner and lajos and jeno had been invited to dinner too in the afternoon the two ehrenfelds came and brought a box of sweets and three of hella's girl cousins and two boys one of whom is frightfully stupid and never speaks a word and several aunts and other ladies for the grown-ups had their friends too but we did not bother about them for the dining room lizzie's room and hella's room had been arranged for us hella had been sent such a lot of flowers that they nearly gave us a headache at dinner lajos proposed a toast to hella and another at tea hella was splendid and in the evening she said to me at fourteen one really does become a different being for in proposing his toast lajos had said that to every seven years a human being is completely changed and hella thinks that is perfectly true thank goodness in six and a half months i shall change my whole being too there really did seem to be something different about her and when we all had to blow to extinguish the candles on her birthday cake all except the life-light one in the middle as a sign that the other years have passed she really got quite pale for she was afraid that in joke or through awkwardness someone would blow out her life-light thank goodness it was all right i don't much care for such things myself for i'm always afraid that something might happen of course i know that it's only a superstition but it would have been horribly unpleasant if anyone had blown out the life-light openly lodgers gave hella an enormous square box full of sweets and secretly a silver ring with a heart pendant he wanted her to wear this until it is replaced by a gold one the wedding ring but she can't because of her parents so she begged me to allow her to say that i had given it her but that would not do either because of father and mother these things are such a nuisance and that is why no young man will ever go on living at home where one is continually being questioned about everything one has and does and wears after tea we sang had i but stayed on my lonely hearth and other sad songs because they are the prettiest and in the evening we danced while hella's father played for us and then elvira the tall cousin danced the sardas with lajos it was wonderful i've never known such a birthday party as yesterday's it's only possible in winter you can never have anything like it on my birthday july thirtieth for the people one is fondest of are never all together at that time really no one ought to have a birthday in the holiday months but always some time between the end of september and june i do wish i were fourteen i simply can't wait hella's mother said to hella you are not a child any longer but a grown-up i do wish i were one too 
february sixteenth we have a new schoolfellow all the girls and all the staff are delighted with her she is so small she might only be ten but awfully pretty she has brown curls hella says foxy red but i don't agree hanging down to her shoulders large brown eyes a lovely mouth and a complexion like milk and roses she is the daughter of a bank manager in hamburg he shot himself i don't know why of course she is in mourning and it suits her wonderfully she has a strong north german accent frau dr fuchs is simply infatuated with her and the head is awfully fond of her too february nineteenth helen and i walked home today with annalise she is called annalise von zirkwitz her mother has been so frightfully upset by her father's death that she'll probably have to be sent to a sanatorium that is why annalise has come to vienna to stay with her uncle he is a professor and they live in wiedner hauptstrasse dora thinks her charming too the whole school is in love with her she is going to gym with us i am so glad of course she won't stand near hella and me because she's so small but we can always keep an eye on her show her everything and help her with the apparatus hella is a trifle jealous and says it seems to me that annalise has quite taken my place in your affections i said that was not a bit true but did she not think annalise awfully lovable yes said hella but one must not neglect old friends on that account i certainly shan't do anything of the kind but annalise really needs someone who will show her everything and explain everything besides the headmistress and frau dr m placed her in front of me and said to us give her a helping hand february twentieth it's such a pity that i can't ask annalise here for mother has been in bed for the last week but she is going to hella's on sunday and since i am going too of course i am frightfully glad naturally i would much rather have her here but unfortunately it's impossible because of mother dora thinks that mother will have to have another operation but i don't believe it for such an operation can only be done once what i can't understand is why there should be anything wrong with mother if the operation was successful dora is afraid that mother has cancer that would be horrible but i don't believe she has because if one has cancer one can't recover february twenty third it was heavenly at the bruckners annalise did not come until four for they don't have dinner until three she wore a white embroidered flock with black silk ribbons hella's mother kissed her with tears in her eyes for her mother really is in a sanatorium because she is suffering from nervous disease annalise is living with her uncle and aunt but she often cries because of her father and mother still she enjoyed herself immensely in the round games winning all the best prizes a pocket comb a mirror a box of sweets a toy elephant a negro with a vase and other things as well i won a pen wiper a double vase a pencil holder a lot of sweets and a notebook Hella won a lot of things too and so did her two cousins and jenny then we had some music and annalise sang the wacht am rhein and a lot of folk songs her voice is as sweet as herself she was fetched at seven i stayed till eight End of section 21.